परिव्राजकाचार्य अष्टोत्र सत श्री श्रीमदी डिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रौपाद की जाय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जाय ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरी ऑल ग्लोरी ऑल ग्लोरी टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांग ऑल ग्लोरी टू शिल प्रौपाद We're continuing with chapter six of the first canto, the conversation between Narada and Vyasadeva. We're on text thirty-three. Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam 
तयमुदीरएत नष्टाएश भद्रेशु निगवत भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी आहूताव मे शीघ्र दर्शन याति चेतसी प्रघायतस्वीर्यादाद प्रियश्रवा आहूताव मे शीघ्र दर्शन याति चेतसी प्रघायतस्वीर्यादाद प्रियश्रवा आहूताव मे शीघ्र दर्शन याति चेतसी प्रघायतस्वीर्यादाद प्रियश्रवा आहूताव मे शीघ्र दर्शन याति चेतसी प्रघायतस्वीर्यादाद प्रियश्रव आहूताव मे शीघ्र दर्शन याति चेतसी प्रघायत दिंगिंग ओन एक्टिविटीज तीर्थपाद द लॉर्ड हुज लोटस फीट आर द सोर्स ऑफ ऑल वर्च्यूज और होलीनेस प्रियश्रवा प्लीसिंग टू हियर आहूता कॉल फॉर इवा just like me to me shigram very soon darshanam sight yati appears chetasi on the seat of the heart 
translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation. The Supreme Lord Shri Krishna, whose glories and activities are pleasing to hear, at once appears on the seat of my heart, as if called for as soon as I begin to chant His holy activities. Please repeat. The Supreme Lord Shri Krishna, whose glories and activities are pleasing to hear, at once appears on the seat of my heart, as if called for, as soon as I begin to chant his holy activities. Purport. The absolute personality of Godhead is not different from his transcendental name, form, pastimes and the sound vibrations thereof. As soon as a pure devotee engages himself in the pure devotional service of hearing, chanting and remembering the name, fame and activities of the Lord, at once he becomes visible to the transcendental eyes of the pure devotee by reflecting himself on the mirror of the heart by spiritual television. Therefore, a pure devotee who is related with the Lord in loving transcendental service can experience the presence of the Lord at every moment. It is a natural psychology in every individual case that a person likes to hear and enjoy his personal glories enumerated by others. That is a natural instinct. And the Lord, being also an individual personality like others, is not an exception to this psychology because psychological characteristics visible in the individual souls are but reflections of the same psychology in the Absolute Lord. The only difference is that the Lord is the greatest personality of all and absolute in all his affairs. If therefore the Lord is attracted by the pure devotee's chanting of his glories, there is nothing astonishing. Since he is absolute, he can appear himself in the picture of his glorification. The two things being identical. Srila Narada chants the glorification of the Lord not for his personal benefit, but because the glorifications are identical with the Lord. Narada Muni penetrates into the presence of the Lord by the transcendental chanting. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuron Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Guron Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Taptakanchanagaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sude Devi Pranamami Hari Priye 
ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯವಚ ಪತೀತಾಂಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತಸ್ವಾಮಿತಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತೆ ದೇವೇ ಗೌರವಾಣೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯಾದೇಶಧಾರಿಣೆ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೊ ವಿ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕಾನ್ವರ್ಸೇಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ನಾರದ ಮುನಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಸದೇವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾರದ ಮುನಿ ಹಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ಟು ವ್ಯಾಸದೇವ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ದಟ್ ವ್ಯಾಸದೇವ್ ಬಿಗಿನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ವಿತ್ ದಟ್ Nārada Muni, how can you remember everything that happened in your previous life? Uh, and it was even the previous day of Brahma. It was not just his previous. It was such a long time back. And then he gave this answer a few texts back that uh, by the grace of Vishnu, he was able to remember everything that, that happened to him. And then he continues uh, from the previous few verses about what he did after that, what were his activities after that. And this is this is very striking because uh, krishna says in the gita that raja vidya raja guhyam pavitram idam uttamam pratyakshavagamam dharmyam susukam kartum avyayam that this bhakti devotional service is the king of all knowledge and is the secret of all secrets raja vidya raja guhyam pavitram idam uttamam and is the purest of pure but this can be personally experienced by us pratyakshavagamam dharmyam it's not something that is very esoteric that nobody can understand it or experience it by the practice of devotional service we can all experience this happiness and this he says that it's susukam kartumavyam that this devotional service is practiced joyfully because that is the nature of krishna that is what prabhupad is saying here that the absolute personality of godhead is not different from his transcendental name form pastimes and sound vibrations thereof so krishna is sachidananda he is the source of all happiness and bliss and hence bhakti or devotional service also has those qualities therefore when we perform bhakti we actually experience that happiness personally and that is what uh, narada muni is uh, uh, telling vyasadev here also about his uh, own experiences of the practice of bhakti and what he was doing and what he was experiencing and in fact in this verse he's he's saying that at when he chants the glories of krishna's activities uh, it's krishna at once appears at the seat of his heart so it is said that krishna's name form activities pastimes are non different from the person krishna himself nama chintamani krishna's chaitanya rasavigraha ಪೂರ್ಣ ಶುದ್ಧೋ ನಿತ್ಯ ಮುಕ್ತೋ ಅಭಿನ್ನ ತ್ವಾಂ ನಾಮ ನಾಮಿನೌ ಅಭಿನ್ನ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಡಿಫರೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ನಾಮ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ನಾಮಿನೌ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ದ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಸಬ್ಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಸೊ ಸೇ ಐ ಆಮ್ ತರ್ಸ್ಟಿ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸೇ ವಾಟರ್ ವ
my thirst is not going to get quenched. The, the name water is different from the substance water. But Krishna's name, form, qualities, pastimes are all non-different from Krishna. And in fact, it is it is uh, said Nama Chintamani. This name of Krishna is uh, Chintamani, is desire for fulfilling. It fulfills all the desires. If we ask it for material things, it will fulfill our material things. But it can fulfill our actual need, uh, the, the, the actual love that we are all yearning for can be fulfilled by chanting the holy names of the Lord. And it is Chaitanya Rasavigraha. Chaitanya means it is all-knowing. Yeah? It is completely conscious, the name of Krishna. And Rasavigraha. Uh, this name is also a vigraha, is a person. Right? Ishwara Paramakrishna Sachidananda Vigraha. Just like how Krishna is a person with the qualities of Sachidananda, uh, the names of Krishna... Sri Nam Prabhu is also a person. And he is Rasa Vigraha. He is all the Rasas in the, in the holy names. Just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Nam Namakari Bahuda Nija Sarva Shaktis Tatrar Pita Niyamita Smarane Nakalaha Etha Drishi Tavakripa Bhagavan Mamapi Durdaiva Midrisham Ihajani Nanuragaha Nam Namakari Bahuda. There are so many names of Krishna. Unlimited names of Krishna. Govinda, Krishna, Keshava, Madhava. So many different names. Nija Sarva Shaktis Tatrar Pita Niyamita. That Krishna has invested uh, the, the potency, his potency in all these names uh, of Krishna. So therefore, the, these names are uh, Purna Shuddha. These are transcendental. These have nothing to do with these material uh, names or uh, anything that we speak of materially. Prabhupada would often give this example that you, cha- you chant the names of your most favorite person. How many times can you chant? Say, Mr. John, Mr. John, Mr. John. You can keep chanting 10 times, 20 times. But then after, after a few times, you're get- going to get bored of just chanting those names. But whereas Krishna's names, we can keep on chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. It will never uh, bore us. Or it will never, we will never get tired of it. In fact, it's the opposite. The more we chant, the more we are enlivened by chanting the holy names of the Lord. Uh, and, and it is Nitya Mukta. It is uh, transcendental. Right? And it is Abhinnatvam Nama Naminav. That it is non-different from uh, Krishna himself. The names of Krishna are non-different from Krishna himself. But in fact, the Acharyas say the names of Krishna are more powerful than Krishna himself. <laughs> that if we call Krishna's names with great love, just like pure devotees can call, uh, Krishna's names, he has to come at that point. There is no way Krishna cannot come when a pure devotee calls uh, for Krishna's name. And when the name is called, Krishna has to come. And and the name in itself is, is not a very abstract thing. right? Even in, 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 in our material uh, uh, world, we have lots of um, importance to the name. It's not just the name. When I call somebody's name, uh, I remember so many of the the times that we spent together. So many memories come back, and we we know about some of the sweet uh, characters of the person. That it might be sweet, it might not be sweet, depending on our experiences with that person and the name. But the name is not just a name, isn't it? So therefore, uh, when we chant Krishna's names, that it helps us revive our actual relationship with Krishna, because there is this relationship, this character, name, form, pastimes. All of us have this eternal relationship with Krishna. It's just that we've forgotten about it. 
And when we chant the holy names of Krishna, Cheto Darpana Marjanam happens. The, the mirror of our heart that is currently very dusty uh, it starts to get cleansed. And like, uh, like Prabhupada says uh, in, the, in the purport, that uh, at once he becomes visible uh, to the transcendental eyes of the pure devotee by reflecting himself on the mirror of the heart by spiritual television. Currently, if Krishna tries to reflect himself on the mirror of our hearts, it's, it's very dirty. We cannot actually see it. And in fact, he's trying to do that. Krishna is calling out. He's with us as the Paramatma. And, and, the, and, the, and the Vedas give the example of the two birds who are sitting in the tree. You know? One is the soul, spirit soul, and other is the Paramatma. And every single body that we take, Krishna is accompanying us and hoping that at some point we'll turn towards him. So, Krishna is doing all he can. But unfortunately, our hearts, the mirror of our hearts are so dusty that we cannot see anything very clearly. And therefore, we chant the holy names of the Lord. And for a, for a devotee, pure devotee like Nardamuni, when he chants the holy names of the Lord, the Lord at once appears on the seat of his heart, which is actually remarkable, you know, as if called for. So, it's, it's, you call somebody and, and he immediately comes. That's, that's essentially what I get from reading this translation, that when a pure devotee calls, Krishna cannot resist. He just comes and seats himself on the, on the heart of the pure devotee. As soon as the pure devotee begins to chant the, the holy names of the Lord. That is because the pure devotee is always in connection with Krishna. Uh, the, the Bhagavad Gita says, Yomam pashyati sarvatra sarvam cha mai pashyati tasyaham na pranashyami sachamena pranashyati. Krishna says, For one who sees me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost, nor is he ever lost to me. So this is the position of a pure devotee of the Lord. That for the pure devotee, Krishna is never lost. At least in my case, okay, I try to remember Krishna every day. But for most part of the day, Krishna is lost to me in the sense that he is not there in my mind. I am not always thinking about Krishna. But Krishna says, for for a pure devotee, uh, he, uh, Krishna is never lost. Because they know that everything that they are seeing is Krishna's energy. You know, They are seeing everything from that perspective. Um, they, they, they cannot separate anything from Krishna. That is the position of, of a pure devotee. It, and it's not just that. Uh, they are not just seeing Krishna as the taste in water or the sun and the moon or Krishna's eyes. Yes, that is one way of seeing it. But the Brahma Samhita says they see them in a very different way. This premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena santa sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti yamshama sundara machintya gunasvarupam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. That the way they are seeing everything is through premanjana, that their eyes are anointed with the pulp of love. You know, that is the way that pure devotees are seeing everything. Uh, and Santas Sadaiva Hridayeshu, again in the Brahma Samhita it says, right, for the Santas, the, the great devotees, pure devotees of the Lord, they see Krishna in the hearts, the Hridayeshu Vilayokayanti, in the cave of their hearts, as Yam Shama Sundara. It's not a very impersonal way of seeing Krishna, but they see him as Shama Sundara, the, the beautiful Krishna who is, who has this beautiful color of these dark monsoon clouds with, uh, 
with earrings, the shark earrings and a peacock feather and a beautiful Vijayanti mala that Krishna has. And in, in such a personal way, they're able to see Krishna, that these pure devotees of the Lord. And hence, when they chant the holy names of the Lord, Krishna is bound by their love, not by anything else. Because they have so much love for Krishna that when these pure devotees chant Krishna's holy names and activities and, uh, uh, and glorify Krishna, Krishna immediately comes and sits in, the, in their hearts. And we can see this in all the Acharyas uh, of the past and also Srila Prabhupada, right? Srila Prabhupada had so much faith in, in the holy names of the Lord that he had just a pair of kartals when he came to America uh, with no support at all and he went and sat under a tree in Tompkins Square Park and started chanting Krishna's holy names. And that is the power of uh, the chanting of, of a pure devotee of the Lord. That uh, Prabhupada writes in the in the purport that Narada Muni penetrates into the presence of the Lord by transcendental chanting. They can penetrate in the presence of the Lord, which is which is pretty powerful. Uh, it is very hard to penetrate into the presence of the Lord because Krishna doesn't allow anybody so easily to penetrate into His presence, even. Um, even in, in Narada Muni's um, story, uh, he got Krishna's darshan uh, in his heart. When he was meditating uh, on Krishna, he got Krishna's darshan and then immediately Krishna vanished from his heart. And Narada Muni was very perturbed. He has seen Krishna, uh, but then Krishna says that um, uh, you still have a uh, uh, you still have to purify yourself. So once you have purified yourself in this lifetime, the next lifetime you can you'll come to me, and that's essentially what happened to Narada Muni. And Narada Muni, in that exalted state, still had some anarthas. You know, so the the pure chanting that we are talking about here is 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 completely on a, on a different level, and and also chanting of the holy names of the Lord uh, is is uh, in three stages. Right, the first is the offensive stage, and as as we keep chanting and chanting and chanting. The offensive stage moves into less offensive stage, and then we cross the less offensive offensive stage and go to the pure chanting of the holy names of the Lord. And that is essentially what this is: that Narada Muni is at that stage, and Prabhupada was at that stage where they were chanting Krishna's names not for their own benefit. Uh, Prabhupada writes, Srila Narada chants the glorification of the Lord not for his personal benefit, but because the glorifications are identical with the Lord. They want to chant the holy names of the Lord because they want to please Krishna. There is no other motive. Anya bilashita shunyam, jnana karmadhyanavritam, anukulena krishnanushilanam bhaktir uttama. It's not any form of bhakti, but it's, it is uttama bhakti. Right? Uttama bhakti is the highest form of bhakti. And that has no motive. Anya abilasha. Uh, they don't have any other desire except to please Krishna. That is the only motivation for chanting the holy names of the Lord. And and even when we chant like this, um, uh, it is completely the prerogative of Krishna to appear in the uh, hearts of the devotees. Uh, because Krishna, just like how Krishna is independent, the holy names of Krishna are also independent. Nobody can force, saying, hey, I've been chanting so much, why doesn't Krishna come uh, into my heart? <laughs> you cannot demand anything, you know. It is completely uh, the prerogative of Krishna and he is completely independent to what to do whatsoever he he wants and, and desires. And uh, and the Chaitanya Charitamrita says, Ataeva Krishnera Nama Deha Vilasa 
So our from our end we we keep trying and trying and trying and then when krishna feels it's the right time krishna will uh, appear in the in the cave of our hearts and how do we do this so that is the perspective of a pure devotee like nadamuni that when he uh, chants the glories of uh, the holy names of krishna and the glories of krishna krishna at once comes to his heart but how, how did how do we get to that point how do we get to that point um and and the bhakti rasamrita sindhu says ata shri krishna namadi nabaved grahyam indriyer sevon mukehi jihvadau swayameva spuratyada that therefore the material senses cannot appreciate krishna's holy names form qualities and pastimes it is simply not possible to view krishna's name form pastimes through our mundane material senses but when a conditioned soul is awakened to krishna consciousness and renders service by using his tongue service is the key right we render service by using the tongue to chant the lord's holy name and taste the remnants of the lord's food the tongue is purified and gradually comes to understand who krishna really is in fact the, the so much emphasis is given to tongue uh, that just by using the tongue we can purify ourselves or our senses and even bhakti vinod takur says shari in the in the sharira vidya jal uh, he says this entire body is like a, a network of maya right and the most powerful of all the senses is the tongue right and uh, krishna is so merciful that he is satisfying our tongue by giving his remnants uh, by eating prasadam we can purify the purify our senses and by chanting krishna's holy names we can purify our senses so yeah initially uh we don't have this taste for krishna's holy names and and, and the nectar of instruction says that this is like uh, uh a person with a jaundice right sat krishna nama charitadi sitapi avidya pitto patapta rasanasya narochikanu chintva dwarad anudiram kalusaiva jasta swadvikramad bhavati tad gatamula hantri that sat krishna nama roopa charita that krishna's name forms pastimes are very sweet eternally sweet but because of our avidya ignorance we are not able to taste that sweetness and what is this ignorance that that is the first thing that krishna deals with in the bhagavad gita right that we think that we are this body we are the satisfying these material senses will give us this happiness and with that understanding we go about all the activities that we do and hence that creates so much problems you know so you get uh, for the activities that you do you get the karma the reactions for the activities that you do and you have to experience the uh, consequences of your action so basically kuta bija prarabdha karma the various different stages of your karma come and then at, you have to experience that karma and because of that you're constantly in this cycle and the cause of you being in this us being in this cycle is avidya this ignorance of the very basic understanding that we think we are this body okay so now we have this knowledge that we are not this body we are the spirit soul and hence when we start 
at this point, we still not realized. At least we have this theoretical knowledge that I am not this body, I am the spiritual. I have to do the activities that please my soul rather than please my material senses. So at that point, when we start chanting Krishna's holy names and his activities and his pastimes, it is like a person who has jaundice. We are so much conditioned in this material world that when we try to chant Krishna's holy names and pastimes, it is very bitter. Just like a person who has jaundice, the the cure for that person, uh, for, for, the, for jaundice, is to give them sugar candy. Sugar candy, by nature, is very sweet. But, but for a person who has jaundice, when he tastes the sugar candy, it tastes really, really bitter. But that is the medicine. You know, you keep eating sugar candy and when your jaundice is cured, uh, you can actually taste the sweetness of the sugar candy. So similarly, Krishna's name, Nama, Rupa, Charita, uh, the name, form, uh, pastimes, qualities, activities of Krishna are eternally sweet in nature. But because of our conditioning in this material world, <clears throat> we are not able to taste the sweetness of Krishna's uh, names, forms, qualities immediately. But if we keep chanting, that is the medicine, right? When we keep chanting Krishna's holy names, when we are singing Krishna's holy name, Sankirtan, in the, in the association of devotees, when we are listening to Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of uh, devotees, what does it do? So this avidya is, is like a very deep weed. So when you when you cut the weed at the top, it starts to grow again. But uh, uh, Rupa Goswami says in the Nectar of Instruction that it, this it, it's mula hantri that this is completely uprooted at the root. That this avidya or ignorance when we chant the holy names of Krishna, uh, it is completely uprooted at the root, and hence uh, we will never go back to our old position uh, of material conditioning. That is the power of Krishna's holy names. And even in the next verse, uh, uh, Rupa Goswami says uh, that he, he again mentions the same thing. Tannama Rupa Charitadi Sukirtanano. That what do you do when you, when, you, when you perfect from this stage? So initially we are at the stage of uh, uh, Sadhana Bhakti and then he, he talks about Ragana Bhakti. Even then it's the same thing. Tannama Rupa Charitadi Sukirtanano. At that point, we can actually... Uh, taste happiness and he say, he says this is the essence of all advice right uh, that smrityor pramena rasana manasi niyojya tishtan rajet tad anuragi jananugami kalam nayed iti upadesha saram uh, akhilam iti upadesha saram that the essence of all advice is that one should utilize one's full time in chanting 24 hours a day in nicely chanting and remembering the lord's divine name transcendental form qualities eternal pastimes and thereby gradually engaging one's tongue and mind. Um, that's that's the essence of all advice, is, is what Rupa Goswami is saying. And then, of course, he talks about Raghanuga, Raghanuga Bhakti there, where at that point you are at the stage of, from Vaidhi Bhakti you move on to Raghanuga where you can actually follow a person in your own mellow, uh, when you know that, hey, this is who I am, there is a taste of your actual Siddha Deha, and you can actually follow such a person. But Prabhupada writes in the, in the purport to that, particular was this is text 8 of the nectar of instructions which is very nice because Prabhupada gives some very nice practical uh, instructions on how we can actually do this when um, one time a couple of years back Mukunda Datta Prabhu was visiting Dallas and then he said that 
Prabhupada's books has everything. Everything in caps, you know. Everything is there in Prabhupada's books. So, so this is the, uh, this is the purport to that text. In the neophyte stage, one should always engage in hearing Krishna Katha. That is what we should do, Shravanam. This is called Shravana Dasha, the stage of hearing. By constant hearing, uh, the, by constantly hearing the transcendental holy name of Krishna, and hearing of his transcendental form, qualities, and pastimes, one can attain to the stage of acceptance called Varna Dasha. So initially, in the neophyte stage, our main duty is to just keep hearing and hearing and hearing. And once we are hearing constantly, we come to this uh, stage of acceptance called Varna Dasha. When one attains this stage, he becomes attached to hearing of Krishna Katha. So that is the medicine that we uh, and and. Not just hearing, but hearing from the lips of a pure devotee. Isn't it? So, that's what happened to Narada Muni also. That the Bhakti Vedantas, the pure devotees of the Lord, had come to uh, his mother's uh, house. There was the small house they were living in for Chaturmasya. And he heard instructions from the lips of Bhakti Vedantas, or pure devotees of the Lord. So, when we hear uh, Krishna's pastimes and qualities and names from the pure devotees of the Lord... And serve them, isn't it? That's what Narada Muni did. That he served the the Bhakti Vedantas very nicely. Um, uh, I forget this verse. Vasudeva Katharuchi Shanmahat Sevaya Vipra Punya Tirtha Nishevana. That for us to get the Katharuchi or I forget the first line. Anyway, the Bhagavatam verse says that for us to get the taste for hearing Krishna's holy names and pastimes, we have to serve the pure devotees of the Lord. That is the only way where we can get the ruchi or taste for uh, uh, for hearing Krishna's name, form, qualities and pastimes. So when one is, uh, so then at this point we are completely attached to hearing Krishna Katha. When one is able to chant in ecstasy, he attains the stage of smaranavasta, the stage of remembering. So, uh, recollection, absorption, meditation, constant remembrance and trance are five items of progressive Krishna Smarana. This in itself can be spoken uh, a lot about. But when we are uh, uh, trying to chant Krishna's holy names and when we are attached to it, we can actually contemplate on Krishna's names. Uh, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam. It's, it's a very natural progression, isn't it? So, and at first, remembrance of Krishna may be interrupted at intervals. But later, remembrance proceeds uninterrupted. This all of us can try, you know, when we are trying to remember Krishna, how can, how long can we remember? You know? at, at least for me, it's very interrupted. Probably a little bit. But eventually, when we get this attachment to Krishna's uh, uh, names, forms, qualities, this remembrance uh, will be uninterrupted. And it becomes very concentrated. And it is called meditation. This is real meditation where we can actually uh, meditate on Krishna's uh, beautiful form, beautiful qualities. All these verses that Srimad Bhagavatam says, Barha pitam natavaravapu karna yo karnikaram vibradvasha kanaka kapisham vaijayantim chamalam randran venu radara sudaya purayan gopavrindair vrindaranyam sopadaramanam Pravishad Gita Kirti. The gopis are thinking about Krishna constantly. Even when Krishna is going to the forest with his cowherd friends, 
they are thinking about Krishna's form. You know, how Krishna is Barha Pitam Natavaravapu. He has a peacock feather uh, and then he has a beautiful earring that is shaking when Krishna is walking. And then he has a Vijayan themed chamala, a, a beautiful flower garland with forest, five different types of forest flowers. Like this, we can meditate on the form of Krishna, on the activities of Krishna, on the pastimes of Krishna, so many different ways in which we can meditate on Krishna. And it is unlimited, right? Because Krishna is unlimited, the meditation is also unlimited. Um, so the, there is no end to this meditation. When meditation expands and becomes constant, it is called Anusmriti. At this point, we are constantly remembering Krishna, uh, just like your, uh, uh, the pure devotees of the Lord, right? By uninterrupted and unceasing Anusmriti, one enters the stage of Samadhi or spiritual trance. After Smarana, da- Smarana Dasha or Samadhi uh, has fully developed, the soul comes to understand his original constitutional position. At that time, he can perfectly and clearly understand his eternal relationship with Krishna. That is called Sampati Dasha, the perfection of life. So Prabhupada gives such a very systematic way of how we can go through, go about this process uh, of achieving perfection in our life. And that it is not very abstract. We can gauge where we are in the process. You know, Pratyaksha Vagamam Dharmyam. That we can experience for ourselves uh, this, this practice of bhakti, where we are and how we can... Uh, uh, improve or progress in our practice of bhakti and ultimately this is the goal of life isn't it where we can always think about krishna we are always krishna conscious uh, that we can see krishna everywhere and krishna is never lost to us and hopefully by krishna's mercy when we can remember krishna he'll come in the cave of our hearts just like how narada muni when he is chanting krishna's glories krishna comes uh, comes and seats himself in narada muni's heart and uh, the, the holy name of the Lord is not just... So when we hear about the sound vibration, we always think of just um, just one sense that we can engage. right? That Okay, it's the ears. The sound goes through the ears. That's the one sense that you can uh, engage. But the holy name of the Lord can engage all our senses. Uh, when we are chanting the holy names of the Lord, the holy names of the Lord are so sweet. The Acharyas want... Uh, uh, thousands and thousands of tongues to chant Krishna's holy names and his pastimes and his glories. That how can a sound vibration uh, be so sweet it's a, that it engages the tongue, uh, the sense of uh, taste. And then, like we see in this uh, uh, verse, that they are able to see Krishna when they they are able to even engage the sense of sight. Yeah? Not this mundane seeing, but they are still able to engage the sense of sight. And this beautiful verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, from Prithu Maharaj, even talks about how you can actually smell the the beautiful, uh, when Krishna's names is uh, glorified, it also has a beautiful aromatic fragrance, is what Prithu Maharaj is saying. He says, Sa uttama shloka mahan mukachuto bhavat padhamboja sudha kananila smritim punar vishmrita tattva vartmanam this is Prithu Maharaj's prayers. He is doing the thousand, sorry, hundred horse sacrifices, and this is ninety-nine horse sacrifices is done. And the last sacrifice, Lord Indra is not actually allowing it to allowing him to complete. 
and then lord vishnu arrives at the at the sacrificial arena along with indra and then there prithumaraj is offering these prayers this is one of the prayers that he is offering he says my dear lord you are glorified by the selected verses uttered by great personalities such glorification of your lotus feet is just like a just like saffron particles when the transcendental vibration from the mouths of great devotees carries the aroma and saffron dust of your lotus feet the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you so here prithumaraj is talking about the aroma you know when the great devotees are describing about krishna's glories it is like saffron particles and this is engaging the taste of smell you know the, that this the holy names of krishna are completely transcendental that we can never compare it with any material sound vibration isn't it can any material sound vibration engage all our senses at the same time but the holy names and glorifications and pastimes of krishna have this ability where it can engage all our senses which is amazing devotees thus gradually come to the right conclusion about the value of life my dear lord i therefore do not need any other benediction but the opportunity to hear from the mouth of your pure devotee so so that is um, prithumaraj's prayer that such pure devotees understand the value of krishna's pastimes and glories that they want to constantly hear uh, hear them uh, without any interruption without any cessation and we can hear them from the pure devotees of the lord so we have shila prabhupad's books where we can hear from him directly through his books and we have so many wonderful devotees in our international society for krishna consciousness so we should try to get their association hear from these pure devotees of the lord so that at some point in our lives we can also uh, come to the point where uh, shila narada muni is by the mercy of the pure devotees of the lord by serving them very nicely and by hearing from them that we can also come to a point where we can remember krishna without any interruption and we can also see krishna in the cave of our hearts that is the only way we can have darshan of krishna in kali yuga face to face darshan of krishna in kali yuga is very very rare but in kali yuga we can have darshan of krishna in in our hearts directly and then once we are purified we can uh, see krishna's <clears throat> beautiful form enjoy his pastimes along with him in the spiritual world so i'll i'll stop here we are we just have a few minutes so if there are any questions or comments uh, i can take them yeah yep it's <laughs> that is very true i'm i'm going to just summarize what you said for those who are not able to hear so chaitanya chandra prabhu was making this point about uh, the the in the nectar of instructions the purport what we were reading prabhupad also says that we need to uh, carefully chant he was stressing the word carefully um, yeah so how this is the most important thing that where most of us struggle with with the careful part where we are not giving all our attention and focusing completely and instead our minds are constantly wavering uh, and it if we chant like this it will take a really long time for us to come to the actual perfection that we are all trying to achieve uh, is what chaitanya chandra prabhu was saying this is a summary of what he was saying
Ja. The, the endeavor is to attentively chant. That is, if if that part is fixed, all the other offenses to the chanting of the holy name uh, can can be uh, fixed, isn't it? The biggest problem is inattentive chanting. And and all of us, it's not like we have not experienced attentive chanting. At some point in our lives, we have had this taste, right? That's why we're going and going and going. So, but but at least for myself, I become so. Callous, I would say that sometimes I just have to push through my rounds or somehow do it for the sake of just doing it. But we have to go back to that point where, oh, what what was it that actually uh, brought me to the point where I could attentively chant? At least one round in our lives we would have attentively chanted. So what did we do right? So get back to that again and again instead of just uh, doing it because we have to get it done a kind of a thing. Uh, and and also one thing that has helped me is if I can chant in the association of devotees, that actually helps me a lot instead of me sitting alone and trying to chant. Uh, that helps also, where everybody is in the same mood of of chanting. Where your mind, of course, your mind gets distracted, but you have the strength of everybody to come and pull your mind back. And just recognizing this fact that we are inattentive in itself is a big step. That okay, you actually know that your mind is not there on the on the names. Your mind is drifting somewhere away. That in itself is a big step because at that point you can actually pull the mind back to the the names of the Lord. But if we can't even recognize that step, then that first we need to come to a point where we are recognizing that the mind is drifting away. Once we can recognize that point, then okay, we can try to pull it back again and again and again. And it is given. The example is given. Uh, of that of a small child. The, the mind is compared to that of a small child. So whenever the, we're trying to make a small child sit down for even a minute, it, the child probably sits down and then runs away. Then we call the child again and ask it to sit down. So by, through this practice of constantly trying to endeavor to make the child sit down, eventually the child is able to sit down and listen for hours together. We're able to go to schools and sit there for eight hours or go to the office, sit in a place. At least we come to the point where the mind is not so restless that it, it doesn't have to keep going away. So like that, in our practice, if we can recognize that the mind is actually drifting, then we can try to pull it. Then we can try to pull it. And then when we're trying to constantly do this, then we get into the practice of actually attentively focusing uh, on, on the holy names. But that's just one part of it, right? The other part of it is serving. And it's 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 very cyclical in nature. So... Chanting the holy names of the Lord helps us serve better. And if we serve the pure devotees of the Lord, then we, our chanting gets better. So it helps uh, one another like that in a, in a cyclical way. And so we, Prabhupada has so many things uh, he wanted to do. We can serve Prabhupada very nicely in, in many of his endeavors that he wanted to accomplish. So in that way, he gives us the strength by helping the, uh, by serving the pure devotee of the Lord. And then, we chant nicely and then we are able to serve Prabhupada even more nicely like that.
So when we keep doing that in the association of the devotees, then hopefully one day we can we can aspire to achieve this constant smarana of, of Krishna's different ways in which we can remember Krishna. For that, that smarana is unlimited, right? We can we should all at least try to practice this smarana at some point where we sit down at some point and try to contemplate on Krishna. Right? It can be for a minute, two minutes, five minutes. In the association of devotees, that gets really helpful. Where you have your uh, like-minded associates with whom you can actually discuss the various aspects of Krishna. No, in that way, your mind is, you get a taste for it. Oh, this is how I can remember Krishna. This is all the ways I can see Krishna. It's very eye-opening when we can actually do that in the association of devotees. When when we get a taste for it, then, okay, then we can also start to contemplate. You know, there are so many beautiful verses in Bhagavatam that describe so many different aspects of Krishna. You know, we can pick a verse, contemplate on that verse. Last time when I was speaking, we were speaking about Krishna's qualities of mercy. That, aho bakhiyam sanakalaputam. Then we can, in different ways we can contemplate on Krishna's different qualities. And then in different ways we can contemplate on Krishna's different uh, aspects of his form, his beauty. Like that, there's so many ways in which we can contemplate on Krishna. That this doesn't have to be very impersonal. It can become very personal with Krishna. And at that point it can become easier. Uh, if it's not impersonal. So, thank you Chaitanya Chandra Prabhu for your comments. So, we'll, we'll stop here. Grantraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shula Prabhupad ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrindh ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande, Hari Hari Bol.